hurt you in the past? Have you been harboring that hurt? Do you want to heal from that hurt? Surrender is the answer. Do you compare yourself to others? Are you comparing your life to someone else's social media life? Let's stop comparing our real life to someone else's astroturf. Let's make 2022 a year for healing, growing, and realizing that our grass is greener. See you in a minute. Welcome to the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. Um, My name is Jamie Schaefer, and I am your host. Last episode, we talked about wanting to say good riddance to the year 2021, and then realizing that we should be grateful for last year. Um, We talked about recognizing and writing down all of the many blessings that the Lord has given to us so that when times are tough, we will be reminded that he is so faithful. And we talked about being thankful when we come to the Lord in prayer so that we can be in lockstep with what he has in store for our lives. It also shows us that sometimes when we want to ask for something, um, we already have what we need and we don't need that extra something. Um, Today, We are going to talk about surrender. Um, I had talked about um, a Bible app devotional that I had done um, around the beginning of the new year called Living Changed in the New Year. And it was such a great study that I wanted to share it with all of you. Um, We're going to be in Genesis chapter 50. Um, So I'm going to have to turn there myself. Um, So you guys can turn there as well. Genesis chapter 50 shouldn't take too long to find. And we're going to be um, talking about verses 17 through 20. Um, well, let me just get situated here for you guys. Genesis chapter 50, verses 17 through 20. And it is... Sorry, guys. Okay, that's where we're going to be. But I just want to set you up a little bit here. Um, This talks about how Joseph was sold um, into slavery by his brothers and he was taken to Egypt and he was thrown into jail um, where he interpreted some of the inmates um, dreams. Um, He then interpreted the dreams of Pharaoh and he foretold of hard times of drought and famine. And then he was put in charge of the food supply for all the land and um the famine reached his brothers, um, in, in, um, in Israel. And, 
Um, so his brothers went to Egypt because that's where they that's where they could get the food and they did not realize that Joseph was such a high-ranked official um, when they came for the food and um, so this is gonna take us to where I wanted to be sorry Um, Genesis chapter 50 verses 17 through 20 say this to Joseph please forgive your brother's transgression and their sin the suffering that they caused you. Therefore, please forgive the transgressions of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when their message came to him. His brothers also came to him, bowed down before him and said, we are your slaves. But Joseph said to them, don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You planned evil against me. God planned it for good to bring about the present result, the survival of many people. Therefore, don't be afraid. I will take care of you and your children. And he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. So I actually read through verse 21. But Joseph, um, like you guys, Joseph forgave his brothers. I mean, they did the most dastardly thing to him and... Um, he went through quite a many valleys in order to make it to the mountaintop, but he forgave his brothers and this took surrendering all of the hurt and harm that they had caused him. And it took some major forgiveness. Um, so I wanted to read that because we're gonna, we're talking about surrender and we're talking about forgiveness today. Um, And I am sure that all of us have gone through some sort of hurt that has brought harm to us, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or all of them put together. Um, Reflecting on these hurts can bring up and tear open old wounds. Um, And we think that, I mean, that's happened to me before. Um, I've worked through something and then... Um, gone to maybe work through that situation again, maybe even just through helping a friend. And it just isn't the right time for me to be talking about that situation or talking about it already and thinking it's over and pushing it aside because I don't want to deal with it anymore. Um, that leads me Um, to this is we, you know, we think that honestly just pushing everything to the back of our mind is how we heal from these situations. And, um, it's not, it's like a (laughs) bandaid. Um, and when we set them aside, we are not truly healing because we more than likely have not really forgiven the other person or people. Um, like I said, pushing it aside is like a band-aid. Um, and it's not until we surrender these situations that we won't need the band-aid anymore, that it'll be a complete healing. Um, 
surrender is tough um, because when we think of surrender, um, we think of losing a battle. Um, we think of like the end. Uh, we think of of somebody surrendering, throwing up the white flag, and um, and claiming defeat instead of victory. Um, but when we surrender our hurts um, to God, huh? It means that we are handing over all of our past hurts so that He can heal our hearts. It's the complete opposite of the initial thought of surrender instead of claiming defeat we're claiming victory um and then he uses his love mercy and compassion to help us heal and when we hand over these hurts then he will handle our hearts with care so that they are completely healed um i did a lot of um I did a lot of healing over the year um, 2020 because before, and I've talked about this a couple of times, but before I would make sure that I was too busy to deal with these things. I kept very busy and that was like my putting it aside, my putting a bandaid on it. I'm too busy. I'm not going to, I can't handle it. I'm not going to be able to have the time to handle this. 2020 made me stop. And I had to deal with it. And I couldn't just deal with it. I, it didn't just take me alone. It took, it took handing it over. It took surrendering. So I know that this is how it works. <laughs> um, so when we are hurt, um, then we want to see karma happen to the people who have hurt us. And this is our human nature taking over Um, (laughs) because we think eye for an eye. We have, you know, we have a justice system. And um, so when we're hurt, we expect somebody to pay for that. Um, Whether, you know, it's through the justice, justice system or what comes, what goes around comes around the karma, right? Um, and we feel like something should happen to these people in turn, but God is fair. Um, it's not for us to decide. Um, he gets really angry about people getting hurt as well. Um, he gets hurt too. He gets angry too. Um, however, we need to understand that we're not the judge. He is the judge. And only he can see and know another person's heart. And that is why he's the judge and not us. We don't see the inside, right? We only see the outside. We only see what they do. But we don't know what's going on. Um, Only he can see and know another person's heart. And that is why he's the judge. And we need to forgive and let God handle it from there. Because if we don't do this, then we um, start to go down a path toward being bitter. And the drink of bitterness is poison. I know 
because I've drank it. And then what ends up happening, you guys, is, you you know, that bitterness, it can only stay inside for so long, okay? It starts to come out of your pores and your aura and your words and the way that you treat another person. And then the and then it's a it's a snowball. You end up looking like this very bitter person. It's it's a lonely life, let me tell you. Because who, there's not a lot of people who want to be around bitter. They just don't. They don't want to be around somebody who is going to treat them badly because that's what bitterness leads to. Hurt people hurt people. That's what Pastor Shane has said before in church, in sermons. Hurt people hurt people. And so until you deal with those hurts, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna continue to hurt other people. It's the way it's going to go. You're not healed. You have the band-aid on and the band-aid is starting to leak. Okay. That's what it ends up being like. Um, so let's not go down that path. Let's just take, honestly, it's not going to be easy either way, but in the end, if you hand it over to God, then you're going to end up healed. We don't, we don't swallow the bitterness, the bitterness pill. Um, And so when we hand over these hurts, then it allows us to have peace. And I have done this myself um, with lots of different relationships. And as soon as I stopped harboring the hurts, I started to be happier. Um, The bitterness started to go away and I could move on. Um, So I let go and I let God take over. And as soon as we decide to worry about our own hearts, um, then peace follows. Um, once we hand over the hurt, then we need to leave it with Jesus. Um, it's only then that he can work in our hearts because he knows that we trust him to do so. It acknowledges that we need him and we cannot get over the hurt, this hurt on our own. And so forgiving is also be part of being a Christ follower. You guys, Christ forgave us for so many things, okay? <laughs> that a lot of times we don't even know that we did. And so we're not sorry for it because we didn't even know that we did it. So there's another situation. You know, we need to forgive others like he forgave us. But, and for so forgiveness needs to happen every day and all day because that's what Jesus does for us. And we may have to keep, I know I just said leave it with him. That's ideal. That's what you're supposed to do. But we are human and we tend to try to take it back. So we may have to keep surrendering the same hurts over and over and over. And so when this happens, then we need to keep forgiving over and over and over until those hurts don't bother us anymore. I struggle with this a lot. Um... And that just kind of like really cleared things up for me because there are a lot of times that um, I'm in situations where I can't get away from that person and they just continue to 
it continues to fester. But then I have to, like, remember to just keep forgiving. So, um, the only way that we can keep forgiving until it doesn't bother us anymore is with God. Um, so, and it's a process. And I know, like I said, that I just said that we have to leave those hurts there. But if we keep picking them up, then we need to keep taking them back to his feet. Just keep laying it down and laying it down and laying it down until we are over it. And maybe we won't ever get over it, but here's the deal. If we keep laying it down, then I feel like the bitterness won't won't seep in because we're constantly in prayer about it. Um, so keep remembering that healing is only possible with God. Now... I have really struggled with a lot, like, um, with forgiving people, but, um, trying to forgive, but not like forget them. Um, because God forgives us over and over and he doesn't forget, doesn't forget us, but here's the situation. We are human and um there are things that people do to us that are not healthy um and so we really should not be in relationship with those people anymore and i you know and i've struggled with this over the year because i've had a lot of situations over the last year that Um, It was not a healthy situation and, but I felt guilty because God would, you know, I want to be like Jesus. Okay. So let me get into this. Let me be absolutely clear. This gave me so much clarity and it put my mind at ease. Forgiving doesn't mean that what happened is okay in any way shape or form let me say that again because I if you've listened to the podcast over the over the year I've struggled with this I really have um but this devotional like just put it in such like blunt words Forgiving doesn't mean that what happened to you is okay in any way. It doesn't mean that we need to keep letting these people hurt us. It was like so much clarity, you guys. Like I almost cried when I read this because I've just been struggling with this situation. Um... And the next part was really fantastic because it also said, we don't need to keep having face-to-face conversations with these people. Now, depending on what the hurt was, okay, if it's like a social hurt where I feel like I'm in middle school, (laughs) um... And you know you're going to see this person, see this person again. In all reality, is it going to 
make you happier to just act a person for just a couple of hours and and treat the person with respect yes okay um i've done this and it works grand i have i still continue to have a good time okay and i treat the person the way i would want them to treat me in the same situation gonna run in the same circles you're gonna have the same people okay um i think that's only the christian thing to do and also the human thing to do why ruin your night (laughs) trying to not come in contact with somebody that's not okay just act like a human being (laughs) And treat them the way that you would want to be treated by them. Okay? It's only for a couple hours. Now, if somebody is mentally, physically, emotionally abusing you, oh my gosh, run the other direction. Okay? You can forgive. Okay? Because you have to or you will become bitter. And then you don't have to ever see them again. They don't even need to know that you forgave them, okay? You don't need to you don't need to talk to them anymore. But for your own health and well-being and spirituality, you need to forgive, okay? And it could take a long time. I get it. Okay? It'll might take your whole lifetime. Like I said before, just keep laying it at his feet. Just keep laying it at his feet. Just stay in prayer. Then you do not have to have contact with that other person ever again so listen forgiveness is between us and God okay that's what it is you don't have to you don't have to talk to the person ever again forgiveness is between you and God and it's about letting God heal our hearts Um, I have people who have hurt me badly over the years. Um, I have done a lot of work trying to heal and forget. I've learned to listen to small urges and nudges on who to get close to and who to keep at an arm's distance. And I'm at a point that for my own mental well-being, I have to listen to these nudges. I've done a lot of hard work. I need to listen to the nudges of my heart, okay? Because they're from God. (laughs) Um, If I get into certain situations, then it tears open old scars that I have been healing and puts me back at square one again. And so I think that when we heal from past hurts, then it keeps us on the alert for new hurts, new possible hurts, and keeps us from relationships that remind us of old ones. And this is how we grow from hurt and forgiveness. So... Let's surrender our past hurts to God in 2022. Let's tell him that we need his help to forgive and heal and grow. And then let's trust him with the results of this surrender. Um, I'm going to take a really quick break. And when I get back, I'm going to talk about labels and comparison. See you in a minute. Excuse my scratchy voice. Still coming off of 
sick issues. Um, so excuse my scratchy voice. Um, before the break, um, we were talking about taking past hurts and surrendering them to God. Um, and I feel like comparison and labels, um, work hand in hand with this because they can lead to hurt. Um, in Romans chapter 8, verse 37, it says, The one who loves us gives us an overwhelming victory in all these difficulties. And in Psalm 147, verse 3, it says, He is the healer of the brokenhearted. He is the one who bandages their wounds. Um, we have this huge pressure to accept the labels that this world has for people. Um, at this time of year, the most common one is it's the new year. It's the new year, new year, new you. Um, so I, for one, know that I've tried this label on for size. Have any of you tried this label on for size? Um, I have several times and I have failed with this label um, several times. <laughs> um, and um, it's pretty much almost every single time. <laughs> so then that label leads to another label and mine is usually failure. <laughs> Um, we start off the year with the best of intentions and end up in what feels like disaster. Um, so many people are labeled wrong and they are usually, um, these labels are usually all about people and their worst qualities. Right? I mean, let's face it. Most people's labels are not positive. Um, they highlight any mistake that you have made. Um, and of course, when this happens, um, labels don't help you grow because you're stuck in this box that people have put you in, this label box. And there's no... There's no redeeming qualities with these labels, the majority of them. Don't get me wrong, there are some positive ones like hardworking, um, on time, you know, well organized. But let's face it, guys, the majority of labels, the ones that stick to your ribs, okay, are the negative ones. Um, positive labels get thrown out the window as soon as you get a negative one. Am I correct? At least that's how it works for me a good bit of the time. We're going to turn to Matthew um, chapter 7. And um, when I was doing this Bible study, it was almost like, I think it was like the same the same day. I'll get to this in a second, but it was kind of cool. God was really um, speaking uh, speaking to me because um, when I got to this 
next part. It was really kind of cool. I'll get to it then. But we're in Matthew chapter 7, and we're going to do verses 1 through 6. Do not judge so that you won't be judged. For you will be judged by the same standard with which you judge others, and you will be measured by the same measure you use. Why do you look at the splinter in your brother's eye, but don't notice the beam of wood in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the splinter out of your eye and look, there's a beam of wood in your own eye. Hypocrite, first take the beam of wood out of your eye and then you will see clearly to take the splinter out of your brother's eye. Don't give what is holy to dogs or toss your pearls before pigs or they will trample them under their feet, turn and tear you to pieces. All right, you guys, so... So, you know, that just, that scripture is just perfect for how I feel about labels. Um, And like I said, kind of kept you a little bit on pins and needles. I, it was really cool because, um, I'm d- I was doing this devotional, and that same day, I happened to be watching something on a streaming service that I use, and um, the this pod this live podcast came on, and it's called Unashamed with Phil and Jace Robertson. So you guys have to know who they are. I mean, you've all a lot of you have probably heard of Sadie Robert, Robertson, but they're all part of the Duck Dynasty um, program, which is hilarious. But anyway, um, so Phil is the dad and Jace is one of the sons and they have this podcast and Jace Robertson brought up a really great point. Um, they used these verses. They were discussing these verses, but he brought up a really great point and he said we cannot label people superficially from the outside it's really true you guys um like a lot of people are labeled by how they look and i know that back in the day um my own grandfather who i think i'm thinking he was like five 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 six maybe five seven okay i don't think he was five seven five five or five six um he felt as though he was held back from promotions because of his short stature um and if you think about it I feel like a lot of men in higher positions were taller bigger men um so he was, he felt as though he got held, held out of things. Um, and he was pretty conscious, pretty conscious about his self-conscious about his height. He didn't like to be compared with, uh, with other people. Um, cause here's the situation. Um, I'm going to let you in on like, I'm 4'10". I'm going to let you in on like a short girl, um, feeling okay we know we're short we know that everybody else is going to be taller than us 
and we hate being compared. Um, and I, it's okay. Like I honestly, I accept the fact that I'm short. I've been short my entire life. Um, for instance, um, <laughs> when my daughter was small, my mom was going through some of my old clothes from when I was small and just to see, you know, just to save money, you know, like when you have a little kid, who cares what year the, of the clothes that they're wearing? <laughs> they always look cute, right? So um, I was like, oh my gosh, that's my first day of school ever outfit. You know, I saw the pictures over and over and over again. And um, you all, I, when I was five, I was wearing a 3T Okay, so <laughs> that's what we're looking at. Okay. <laughs> um, so that, there you have it. That's how small I am. But we really hate being compared. Um, there is nothing that you can do to earn height. Just so you know. Okay. So why it's a big deal, I do not know. Um, But I love those verses because um, don't label somebody else until you worry. Just worry about your own self. Worry about your own plank before you talk about somebody else's splinter. Okay? Don't label another person. Worry about yourself. Because I'm here to say, more than likely, we have all been labeled, right? And um, once you've been labeled, usually you accept that label. And because you've heard it enough, and they stunt your growth. They tell us that we are not enough. um, And that has definitely been the case with me. And I've had, I've worn several labels over the years, several. Um, Starting at the age of 12. And then carried them until about two years ago. And they're not fun. Okay? They hurt. Labels hurt. Um, the One of the worst labels, do you want to know what one of the worst labels is? Are? One of the, wor- the worst label is. Sorry. <laughs> it sounded weird when I said it. Um, <laughs> definitely not perfect, you guys. Um, but the, but one of the worst labels is the word just, um, I'm just this, or I'm just a that I'm just, uh, I'm just a, uh, you know, I'm just a C dancer. If you're in the production at church, I'm just a C dancer. Okay. Well, if you didn't have a C dancers, Um, you'd have no fill-in on the stage. It would just be, you know, you wouldn't have extras. You need extras, you know? 
Um, you need the background. Um, I'm just a, I'm just a housewife. Oh, guys, do you realize I, there are days I wish I was just a housewife. Um, just to have some freedom at times. I'm sure there's not a lot of freedom there. I don't know because I've never been just a housewife. Um, I've been without a job before and then I was a housewife. Um, but don't, they're important. You know? Don't ever say you're just a something because when you say this, it disqualifies you from so many other things in your life. I am just a this or just a that. Stop using that word. Stop it. Stop labeling people because more than likely you have been labeled by someone. I hate to break it to you. You feel like you haven't. I'm sorry. You probably have. I'm glad you don't know it. Okay. You're one of the lucky ones who doesn't know what your label is. Okay. Um, write that down as a blessing. Um, and let me just tell you that when you label somebody else and then you need to realize that you've been labeled and you're more than likely not going to be in love with the label that you've been given. So stop doing it. I know it sounds harsh, but stop doing it. You have no idea the damage that you do to somebody else when you label them and then they get that label. Um, I am to the point where I can feel a label. Okay. I can just feel it when I walk in a room. There she is. They've all heard the label. Um, so just what I'm saying is just stay in your own lane. Worry about the plank in your own eye. Okay, before you turn and look at somebody else's splinter and just love people. Okay, just love people instead of giving them a label. If you choose a label, make it a positive one. The truth is this. If you've been labeled, you are not that label. We are not our labels. We are what God says we are and who God says we are. So we are only going to worry and care about an audience of one. It took me a long time to learn that. And it took me a long time to realize, to just come to the realization that people are going to label me. You're either going to love me or you're going to hate me, okay? There's kind of really, for me, there's no in-between, okay? Not anymore. It takes too much energy. I need to be me, and I need to care about one audience only, and that is God. And do you want to know what God says we are? He says we are beautiful, capable, and worthy, made new in Christ, not given a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. More than a conqueror in Christ who gives us strength. Created on purpose for a purpose. Loved, chosen, and enough.
I like if you need to just put that on repeat and write it down, do it and then look at it every single day because those are the labels that you are. Not what that's what God says you are, not what man says you are. Pay no attention to what man says you are. Pay attention to what God says you are. We are enough. There's that word again. That's my word for the year. (laughs) And I am only enough with God. I need God in order to be enough. When you realize that you are enough with God, then you will also stop comparing your life to another person's life. Um, This is really unhealthy, the comparisons. Um, It will keep you from the labels that God has for your life. And I am thinking that it is pretty safe to say that when we are comparing our life with another person's life, then we are comparing our own life with what we see of their life on Facebook or Instagram. Am I right? (laughs) Um, I know this because I've done it. It's pretty dangerous trap, honestly. Um, We have talked about this plenty of times before, but I think that we need to really acknowledge this in the year 2022 because we're kind of, because we're going to face this year with a clean slate on how to be with God from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. We are, hold on, (laughs) we are living changed this year. And in order to do that, We need to like revisit this and get real about it. Get pretty serious about it. Um, The life that we see on social media is going to look perfect because close to no one posts anything horrible in their news feeds. I'm not saying no one does, okay? But for the most part, nobody does. Um, and so we end up comparing our real grass to their astroturf. You know, astroturf always looks good, right? But grass, like real grass, you have to mow and keep trimmed and edge and astroturf always looks good. And I'm willing to bet that their life is not as perfect as what they're posting. Honestly. Um, Your grass is greener on your own side of the fence because it's real grass. After a while, that AstroTurf gets kind of... You know, they have have to take care of it too, but it doesn't look as green after a while. Your grass is greener because it's real grass. I would rather be around a real person than a fake one. So let's think about the labels that you've taken on and the comparisons that you've made over the years. How many are contrary to what God says about you in the Bible? 
and then identify the ones that make you feel ashamed, insecure, or fearful, and ask God to show you what labels and comparisons are weighing you down and ask him to help you shed them. Ask him to help you with these labels. Ask him to remind you of the labels that I read to you above that he says we are beautiful, capable, and worthy, made new in Christ, not given a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind, more than a conqueror in Christ who gives us strength, created on purpose for a purpose, loved, chosen, enough. Allow God to help you to align your identity with biblical truth so that you can live this year and the rest of your years as a child of God. I'm ready to stop the comparisons. I'm ready to stop the labels. I'm ready to love people like God loves people. He made them all wonderfully and fearfully. Remember, that with God, you are enough. Until next time, be blessed. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you again for listening to this episode of the Perfectly Imperfect podcast. I am so thankful for you. If you liked what you listened to, then please subscribe to the podcast. That way you never miss an episode and then rate it and leave a review. This helps others to find the podcast and listen to this same message that you've just listened to. Thanks again and be blessed.